Welcome back to the Todd Duncan Podcast. This is where success happens. A member of the industry syndicate, Todd's goal is to transform your business and life through deeper connections, higher trust, and proven strategies to help you win and give you your best life ever. Hi, everyone. I am so thrilled to be here today speaking at Todd Duncan's Sales Mastery event. Holy moly, I'm so honored to be here today. My name is Katie Lance, founder and CEO of Katie Lance Consulting and the Get Social Smart Academy. And today we are gonna be talking about social media made easy. And I have to say, this is a topic that is near and dear to my heart. It is something that I think is so relevant, regardless if you are in real estate, mortgage, whether you've been in the industry a long time, or maybe you are new to the industry. Social media is certainly something that is not going away and it is a really important conversation. So I'm thrilled to dive into some of the details when it comes to social media today. So for those of you who aren't familiar with me, I'm the founder of Katie Lance Consulting and the Get Social Smart Academy. I'm also author of the book, Get Social Smart, been featured in Inman News, Huffington Post, and many other industry publications. And really for the past 10 years, we've been focused on helping agents and brokers get smarter about how to use social media. My specialty is in helping agents and brokers achieve big results without spending a whole lot of time. I'm a big believer that social media is not the silver bullet, it's not the end all and be all, but when done right, it can make a big difference in your business. You can see a few pictures of myself on the screen here. I am a featured keynote speaker as well as a wife and a mom to two beautiful boys. My husband, Paul, is also my business partner. And like I said, our passion is really to help agents and brokers get smarter about social media. And that's what we're gonna talk about here today. So first and foremost, I want to start off by saying be intentional. When I look at the agents and brokers that we have the opportunity and privilege of working with who are achieving big results with social media, one of the biggest things they're doing is they're being really intentional with their time, their money, and their strategy. Because without a strategy, you're just throwing something against the wall and hoping that it sticks. So in this presentation today, I'm going to share with you a few of my favorite tips, tools, and strategies specifically or a few different social media platforms. We're gonna talk about LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and we're gonna talk about how to put it together into a smart plan uh, for 2020 and beyond. We know 2020 was not the year that we planned it to be, but right now is a great time to be intentional and to create that strategy. So um, I encourage you to take out a pen, take out a piece of paper. I, I'm gonna give you lots of tips, tools, and takeaways that you can implement immediately into your business. So let's first and start and talk about LinkedIn. LinkedIn is one of the most important social media platforms. Um, although for a lot of folks, LinkedIn has become kind of the set it and forget it network, where maybe you set it up at one point, but you haven't done a whole lot with it since. But LinkedIn is really important because as you get Googled, as so many of us get Googled, LinkedIn is one of the first things that pops up. And if your profile is out of date or there's not a whole lot of information about you, there's the perception that you're not in business. So I'm excited to share with you a few of my favorite things that I think are really, really important when it comes to LinkedIn. I've got a little bit of a checklist here that we're going to share with you guys here today. So first and foremost, you want to have an updated photo. We think having a photo is really important. Uh, you know, there's nothing like going to someone's uh, profile and all of a sudden, they look nothing uh, like they do in real life. So have an updated photo on LinkedIn as well as all of your marketing. Um, you also wanna update your skills, your expertise. That's really important. Make sure that that's up to date. Also, you can add videos to your profile. If you've got some great videos on YouTube, maybe you have some great testimonial videos or videos about yourself, make sure you add those to your LinkedIn profile. That will really optimize your LinkedIn. 
Also on LinkedIn, you have the ability to blog. Uh, now I know, you know, if you've got your own website, you might be able to blog on your own website, but actually creating blog content on LinkedIn, we find is really, really powerful. Now I wouldn't necessarily blog about um, real estate listings, but what we're seeing are agents and brokers um, in real estate and mortgage using the blog is a great place to talk about uh, to talk about the market, to talk about what's happening uh, when it comes to business, lessons learned, things like that. Of course, any blog post you can also share on Facebook or any of your other social networks. And then of course, recommendations. Now I know in real estate and mortgage, there are lots of places to get recommended, but there's something really powerful about getting recommended on LinkedIn because it's a professional network, not just related to real estate or mortgage. And in fact, we had one of our Get Social Smart Academy members uh, pretty recently reach out to me and she was really sharing with me how effective recommendations have been on LinkedIn. And so I asked her about it. I said, well, tell me, what are you doing? And she said one of the things she does is she blocks off on her calendar at the beginning of every month, she goes on to LinkedIn and she thinks about who she's worked with in the last 30 days. Who has she worked with in the last 30 days? And then she gives a recommendation. And so I asked her, I said, well, what's, what's the response been? And she said, Katie, it's been amazing. Nine times out of 10, people don't expect it and they reach out to me, they're surprised, they're delighted, and so often they return the favor and give a recommendation in return as well, uh, which I think is so, so great. Okay, so let's transition and talk a little bit about Facebook because Facebook is still uh, one of the most uh, important platforms. It's still the number one platform when it comes to social media. And I think a lot of times when it comes to Facebook, we tend to say things like, well, gosh, you know, I've got my, my personal life over here on Facebook and then I've got my business life over here on Facebook and I, I'd like to keep it that way. But the thing is when it comes to life and Facebook, it's not black or white. Who you are is your brand. You know, I often say people will work with us because of our experience and our expertise, but they connect with us because of who we are personally. And so one of the things I want to share with you is a really great tip on how to use your personal profile to connect with clients and prospects. Now, don't worry, we're going to talk about your business page in just a minute. But on your personal profile, one of the cool things that you could do if you've never done this before, you want to go to facebook.com forward slash bookmarks forward slash lists. And if you're looking at your screen, this is the link you want to write down, facebook.com slash bookmarks forward slash lists. Now, when you go to this link, what this will bring up is this will bring up all of your friends and family and you can then create lists. Now, don't worry, these lists are private, so your friends and your prospects and your clients aren't gonna know that they've been put onto a list. But what I recommend is that you think about who have you worked with over the last six to 12 months, who were you connected to already on Facebook um, on a personal level? Again, you might know you may not want to be friends with all of your clients, but some of your clients you might want to be friends with. Uh, in fact, I, I would I would guess that maybe 60-70% of your clients are active on Facebook. So once you become friends with them, put them into a private client list. The second list would be a list of your prospects, right? People that you might work with in the in the next 12 to 18 months. Now, here's the beautiful thing. Once you've created these lists, what I recommend is the next time you go on Facebook, instead of looking at your noisy news feed with cat videos and political posts, go right to your client list. And instead of seeing your 500 Facebook friends, you're going to see the last 10 clients you work with. And you'll see things like they just had a great dinner with their family or their kids are, you know, splashing in the pool outside or they just got a new dog. And you take a few minutes to like, comment and interact. 
And then you do the same thing with your prospect list. And the reason why this is so powerful is because relationships are built with these small, tiny interactions over the course of time. And when you can become a good finder, when you can be on the lookout for your clients and prospects doing great things and then elevate those folks on social media, comment and engage with them, it's a small thing that makes a big difference. This is how we can think about social media, especially from a relationship standpoint. So one other tip I would give you is when we think about our clients, I encourage you to celebrate your clients by thinking about how you can tell your story. Here's a picture of my husband and I in front of our house six years ago. And our story is that about, about a decade or so ago, uh, like many Americans, unfortunately, we short sailed. So then we were renters for many years. And so when it became time to buy a house, uh, it was exciting, right? It was an exciting time. We, we felt like first time homebuyers all over again. And I remember this day. This was the day our kids ran through the house and opened up the closets and ran through the backyard. It was the day we got our keys. I remember handing our, my phone to our realtor. She took our picture, put it up on Facebook. And to this day, this post has gotten more likes and more comments than just about anything I've ever posted on social media. So I would encourage you, whether you're in the real estate space, whether you're in the mortgage space, is there an opportunity to shine the light on your clients? And I'll give you a quick example. You know, a lot of times in real estate, we see agents and brokers who will say things like, uh, gosh, you know, I closed another one today, three more in escrow, two more deals done. And imagine if we flipped the script a little bit and we said something like, gosh, I just had the opportunity to work with such a great family. I'm so excited for Mr. and Mrs. Jones. I can't wait to see what's next for them. And so when we shine the light on others versus ourselves, and we tell their story, that's a great way to use social media in a really intentional way. And like I said, at the end of the day, relationships are built with these small, tiny interactions over the course of time. Every like, every comment, every share adds up. So as important as it is to think about what platforms to be on and what content to post and what time of day to post, and all of that is important, don't ever forget that another big piece of social media is you showing up, is you building those relationships. And it's one of the main reasons why it's important that you're there. You know, a lot of times when it comes to social media, we, we want to hand it off to somebody else, right? We say things like, gosh, I just don't have time for this. But I always think about social media as the ultimate dinner party. Imagine having a dinner party with your 10 most important clients. And instead of you being there, you have your assistant there running the whole thing. We would never do that, right? But that's what happens when we hand off our social media completely to someone else. So we want to think about the relationship building piece of it. It's so, so important. All right, so that's your personal profile on Facebook. Let's talk a little bit about your business page. Now, for a lot of agents and brokers, their business pages become a little bit of a Facebook graveyard. Uh, and don't worry, I'm not going to ask you if that's what your page looks like. It's not, it's not your fault, and it's not the fault of, anyone's, uh, of, of anyone who, whose page might look a little bit like a graveyard. It's just that when you are busy, when the market is hot, and you're, you are managing multiple clients and multiple transactions, the last thing you're thinking about is what to post to Facebook. The thing is, when it comes to Facebook, your Facebook business page is a great place to talk about your business. It's a great place to attract business. It's a great place to talk about your listings, your open houses, and anything business related. However, Facebook has an algorithm, as we all know. When you post something to Facebook, a small percentage of the people who like your page actually ever see your content. So how do we how do we get a, a bigger reach on Facebook? How do we get more likes and engagement and ultimately more business? A big piece of this comes down to content. 
So one of the things I want to share with you today is something called a content grid. And some of you have seen me talk about this before. A content grid is something that we have published for years and years. We've had thousands of agents and brokers in real estate and mortgage download this over the years. And if you've never downloaded, you can actually go to the link on your screen. It's katielance.com forward slash content grid. And when you go to that page, you'll be able to download a copy of this. What you're looking at here is basically a simple spreadsheet with about 30 ideas. 30 ideas of content. So we have things like local real estate, right? What's the favorite feature of your recent listing? Or what's a great picture of your clients at the closing table? We have ideas around national real estate, links to interesting articles that you've read. Local and community. You know, one of the things I love most about the real estate and mortgage space is you know your local communities better than just about anybody. Right? So maybe it is uh, some, some great information about the best parks for kids or, or pets. Um, it could be you know, the best place to get a cup of coffee, the best place to get a glass of wine. Personal interest, and this is going to differ depending on your own personal interests. Uh, things like family-friendly places to visit or maybe your fa favorite weekend getaway. And then of course, things around home and design. Maybe it's before and after photos from a staging or links to a really interesting article uh, from HGTV. The way a lot of folks use this is they will print it up and when they're sitting down a few times a week to post content, create content, or schedule content, they've got ideas right in front of them. Now the best type of content, and I'm often asked about this, the best type of content to post on Facebook these days is video. People are spending five times more time with video than any other type of content on Facebook. Uh, as I'm saying this, some of you might be watching a video right now on Facebook as I'm saying this out loud. Hopefully not, hopefully you're paying attention. But video on Facebook is so powerful, especially when you have video that you've created, whether it's through your phone, whether it's through a videographer you've worked with, and you upload that video directly into Facebook. Now I know some of you might have your videos over on YouTube, which is awesome. And there's so many benefits to having your videos on YouTube. But when it comes to Facebook, we really recommend uploading those videos directly into Facebook. You're gonna get a much higher reach. And the reason why video is so important is, let's face it, you can't hide who you are on video. This is, this is who you are, right? And often when it comes to video, I hear things like, I don't like how I look, I don't like how I sound, I'm not sure how to do it, so then we don't do video. And if I can be candid with a lot of you, you know, I had a good friend of mine a few years ago very lovingly tell me, she was like, Katie, that's how you look, and that's how you sound. So you got to get over it. So I will lovingly tell you the same thing because there's something so powerful about being on camera and having people hear you and listen to you and see you, especially in the time that we're in right now. At the end of the day, video does this. It answers the question of what does it feel like to work with you? How are you different than any other agent, any other broker, any other uh, loan officer in town? It gives that feeling of what does it feel like to work with you? And so often I'll go to an agent or broker's Facebook business page and I see kind of the same thing. I see links to articles. I see your open houses. But a lot of times what's missing is what do you sound like? What do you stand for? What are you all about? And one big tip I would give you when it comes to video is I encourage you to lean into who you are and who you're not. See, so often when it comes to social media, we want to be really professional, uh, which is important, of course, and we don't want to be polarizing, of course. But at the same time, then we become really vanilla. So I'm a big believer that there's nothing wrong with having an opinion. There's nothing wrong with being respectful, leaning into who you are, sharing your own experiences from working with clients, your own expertise. And when you do that, I can tell you from experience, you may not be everybody's cup of tea, and that's okay. I really believe that there is enough business for all of us. When we come from a place of abundance, 
versus scarcity, it's amazing what comes back to you. Now, one big tip I would give you when it comes to video over on Facebook is you want to make sure that your videos are captioned. I can't tell you how many people never turn the sound on when it comes to videos. You may be like this as well. I think it's something like 80 or 85% of us never turn the sound on with videos. So I've been using a tool these past few years which has made a huge difference in my videos on Facebook. And that tool is Rev.com. If you're looking at your screen, that's a great link to write down. Rev.com is an amazing resource. And the way Rev.com works is you take your videos, you upload it directly to Rev.com, and you pay about a dollar a minute or so for a subtitle file. And what happens is in about an hour or two, they send you back a subtitle file. Then you can go to Facebook, you upload your video, you upload the subtitles, and then through the magic of Facebook, your subtitles appear across the bottom of your screen. Uh, which is which is really, really fabulous. So Rev.com is awesome. Rev.com can also be used as a great source for um, transcriptions. If you want to transcribe your videos, often we have transcribed our videos to turn them into blog posts. You can also transcribe your videos into other languages if you serve other languages in your community. It's a small thing that can really make a big difference. Now, video is one thing, right? Recorded video is one thing. But interestingly enough, 80% of us would actually rather watch a live video from a brand than read a blog. So Facebook Live is one of the best ways to build that engagement and build traction. What's interesting about Facebook Live is about a year or so ago, Mark Zuckerberg uh, talked about Facebook. He talked about the Facebook algorithm. And he said that the content that we tend to see in our newsfeed is content that sparks a conversation content that sparks a conversation. And really, there's no other better content than Facebook Live to spark that conversation. So whether you are thinking about recorded video, whether you're thinking about Facebook Live, both of those are great pieces of content as you think about your Facebook strategy. Now, the reason for all of this, by the way, is because the leads you get from great content are so much better. When you start to put out video content, especially on Facebook, over the course of time, whether again it's whether it's recorded video, maybe you choose to do a weekly show, uh, maybe you do a weekly Facebook Live show, let me tell you what's going to happen. You'll start to hear things like, I see you everywhere. I feel like I know you. I feel like you're in my head. And those kind of people, when they're ready to work with you, they're ready to work with you. They're not shopping around calling 12 different realtors uh, or 12 different loan officers. They know you. And so again, this goes back to this idea of attracting business versus chasing leads. And I've got a few examples here of what this looks like. So here's an example from our YouTube channel. We have a, a, a show that comes out each and every Wednesday called the Get Social Smart Show. Um, Alana Corso, who is a realtor in our local area, she's been um, she's part of our academy as well. She has, um, over the past year, put out weekly videos on Facebook as well. And last year, she had her best year ever. And she's told me that how it's so powerful uh, to be able to put out these videos. It's not only helped her keep in touch with her past clients, it's also helped her to really become that authority um, and to really build business and attract business in her local area. Now, earlier this year, back in January, which feels like a lifetime ago, at the Super Bowl, which also feels like a lifetime ago, Facebook ran an ad during the Super Bowl. They spent nearly $6 million on a Facebook ad to talk about Facebook groups. 
So we talked about Facebook personal profiles, we've talked about business pages, but Facebook groups can really be a great way to spark a conversation. And we're seeing lots of agents and brokers who are really taking advantage of Facebook groups in a really powerful way. You can see a screenshot on your screen here. This is an example from our Facebook group. We, we run a private Facebook group for our Get Social Smart Academy. I do something every week called Coffee with Katie, uh, which is a private Facebook Live just, with, just for our Academy uh, members. And what's great about Facebook groups is when you run a Facebook group, I like to say it's your party, your rules, your house, your rules. You can have the group be whatever you want it to be, whether it's a local group for your local community, your neighborhood. It might even be a local group just for your past clients. We've actually seen a lot of agents and brokers create private VIP groups just for their past clients so they can love on their clients. And there's so many great free things that you can do with Facebook groups. You can schedule your, your posts. You can go live within uh, a Facebook group. You can look at insights and you can see who are your top performing members of that group. You can format your posts. Uh, you can add bold and italicize. Uh, you can link to each specific post in a group. In fact, this is actually a great little advanced tip. One of the things we do with our group is we also have an email newsletter for our group. And so once a week, we send out a weekly email newsletter and often in that weekly email newsletters are links back to our Facebook group. Right? Because as much as I love Facebook, Facebook is a rented ground. So we really try to move people from our group to our email list. And what's nice about that is you don't have to be on Facebook all the time. If you want to be a part of the group, but not necessarily be on Facebook all the time, you know that if you're part of our group, you'll be able to get a weekly, almost like a digest each and every week through our email newsletter. And we will specifically link to specific posts. For example, we might say, hey, don't, don't miss our next Facebook Live on this day at this time, and here's the link. Or if you missed last week's, here's the link to the replay. Now, if you don't know how to do this on Facebook, here's a little quick tip. Every post on Facebook has its own unique link. So the way you do this is you go to the post and you click on the time and date stamp of the post. So if you're looking at your screen right here, you can see this is an example of a post I did on June 5th. If I were on Facebook, I could click on June 5th on my computer. It would open into a separate window with a long URL. Now I have a unique link that I can now include in an email newsletter and I can share over the course of time. And by the way, uh, one of the things we're going to talk about today is this idea of repurposing and resharing content. If you take the time to put a video out once on your Facebook business page, there's no reason why you can't also share that to your personal profile or maybe share it in a group a few days later or repurpose that and turn it into an Instagram story or a blog post. It goes back to what I said in the beginning, working smarter, not just harder. The other thing you can do with Facebook groups is you can have multiple announcements in your group. So if you're running a local group or you're running a group for your brokerage or your clients, you can have various announcements and rules and helpful links as well, which make it really a win-win. Okay, we talked about LinkedIn. We talked about Facebook. Let's talk a little bit about Instagram and then we're going to bring it all together. So Instagram is also one of the fastest growing social media platforms. It was acquired by Facebook many, many moons ago, many years ago for more than a billion dollars before it ever made any money. And we are seeing a huge resurgence in people using Instagram in real estate and the mortgage space. And especially this idea of social storytelling. We've even seen this on Facebook with Facebook stories, and now we see it over on Instagram with Instagram stories. There's more than a billion active monthly users on Instagram. And I have to say, as much as I love Facebook, 
there's a lot of noise on Facebook. And Instagram I particularly love because it's a very aspirational platform, which is perfect for real estate. Now, by the way, if you haven't noticed yet, my Instagram handle is at Katie Lance. It's at the bottom of your screen. So for those of you active on Instagram, I would love if you would take out your phone, do a little screenshot, tag me in a post. Let me know that you tuned in and you watched my session. I would love to connect with you over on Instagram. And I'm going to be sharing out those of you who tag me in posts um, on Instagram. We'll be sharing that out over the next few days. But there's over a billion active monthly users on Instagram. And here's the thing. When it comes to Instagram, it's not about getting thousands of followers. It's about getting the right followers. So I'm not here to tell you that you need to become an Instagram influencer. You don't need to become the next uh, you know, celebrity on Instagram. It's about getting the right followers that are going to turn into business for you. So there's a few different tools uh, when it comes to Instagram marketing, a few keys I want to touch on today. There is the feed with Instagram, which are photos and videos similar to your, uh, to your Facebook feed. There are stories, and stories are relatively new. They've, they've been out for about a year or two. Uh, we see Instagram stories. We've also seen Facebook stories. Stories are here today, and they disappear within 24 hours. So stories are a great way to kind of showcase the behind the scenes of what you do. There's Instagram Live, similar to Facebook Live, but live over on Instagram and also IGTV. So IGTV is Instagram TV. It's Instagram's answer for longer form video. So we're going to give you a few tips for each of those here today. Now one tip I want to share with you, one of my favorite tools for Instagram is a tool called Linktree. Now Linktree is free, but there's also a paid version of Linktree. And the way Linktree works is when you use Linktree, you're actually allowed to add multiple links. So why is this important? Well, those of you who know and love Instagram know you're actually only allowed one live link in all of Instagram. So a lot of people have their website or maybe their Facebook page, but when you use Linktree, you can add things like your listings, a list of your solds, a link for people to sign up for your newsletter, your Facebook, your YouTube. Having those multiple links is a small thing that can really make a big difference when it comes to Instagram. Now, one tip I will give you when it comes to Instagram, just like Facebook, it's not just about what you're posting. It's about being more interested in others. And I'm a big believer in focus five. Focus five means take five minutes a day to connect with at least five people on Instagram. Now, you could do this on Facebook and even LinkedIn as well. I've been doing this for years and years. I usually do it in the morning uh, where I've got my cup of coffee and I'll take five minutes. I typically do this before I open up email because let's face it, once we open up email, email is like a black hole we can't get out of. So I like to do it first and foremost. I open up my Instagram and I look through my feed and I think to myself, who are five people I can intentionally connect with? Now, I don't mean be a drive-by liker. Don't just open up Instagram and like a bunch of things. But take a few minutes to comment and engage with people in a really meaningful way. And I would challenge you to not just give a one-word comment, right? Don't just say, great pick. But you might say, wow, that is an amazing picture, Todd. Where did you take that? Or, wow, what a great vacation, Linda. I'm so jealous. I can't wait till I get to go. Right? Things like that where we can be a little bit more meaningful. Again, it goes back to that relationship building, which is so, so powerful. Now, one thing that's a little bit different about Instagram compared to other platforms is that hashtags really can make a big difference when it comes to getting found and getting seen on Instagram, especially if you have a public business account. 
these are three of my favorite resources. And if you're taking notes, these are three great ones to write down. Hashtagify.me, hashtags.org, and all-hashtags.com. These are totally free. And I would encourage you to go on to one or all three of these websites, do a little bit of hashtag research, see which hashtags are relevant for real estate and mortgage and housing in your local area, and start using those on Instagram. It's a small way to really expand your reach beyond people that you already know and to expand your sphere. Now, one tip I will give you when it comes to bringing all of this together is think beyond the now. So we gave you some tips for LinkedIn. We talked about Facebook. We talked about Instagram. But one thing I can tell you when it comes to really putting together an intentional social media strategy made easy because that's the theme of our message today. It's really about getting a schedule and a plan together. It doesn't mean automating everything. It doesn't mean hitting a button and having posts just automate everywhere. But what I would encourage you to do is to start to think about how can you think about your schedule in a really intentional way. So maybe this means time blocking 10 or 15 minutes every morning to look at your lists through Facebook or to do a little bit of focus five over on Instagram. It might also mean setting aside 20 or 30 minutes once a week to schedule a little bit of content for the week ahead um, or to create a little bit of content for the week ahead. I'm a big believer of getting organized. You know, if, if, if you don't have this in a system into, into some sort of organized way, it's not going to happen, right? And anything that's worth doing is worth getting organized. So I want to share with you a couple of my favorite tools for getting organized. Um, we've got four of my favorite tools on the, uh, on the screen here today. Asana and Trello are fantastic project management tools. So if you are someone who perhaps has an assistant or maybe you are part of a team, these are two of my favorite tools to really help you get organized. We have a remote team, we have a virtual team, and I can tell you we use Asana, but Trello is also really fantastic. It's a great way to really think about your social media, your marketing, and really lots of areas of your business, and to break it down into a systemized way. For example, we have a video that comes out each and every week. Well, it's not just recording the video. There's so many steps involved, right? It's recording the video. It's getting it edited. It's thinking about when is it going to be published on Facebook? When are we going to publish it on YouTube? What's that going to look like on, on Instagram? Uh, you know, when are we going to include it in our email newsletter? And who does what? It really helps to take the conversation out of email and really helps to get you organized. We have a lot of agents and brokers we work with that use Asana and Trello for a lot of areas of their business not just social media as well. Of course, Google and Dropbox, right? What, what, would, we, what would we do uh, without those two tools? Those are really great tools, especially when we think about sharing files. So if you're creating a lot of video content on your phone, which is a great place to create video content, but you want to get that to your computer, an easy way to do that is get your, get your files into Google or Dropbox so you can easily uh, and seamlessly go between your phone and your computer, especially as you start to create a lot of content. You're going to want to have a place that keeps you organized, and those are great, uh, great tools, of course. Now, if you've heard me talk at all about social media, you know I'm a big believer in batching your content. So one way to get organized is to think about this. If you're going to sit down, and I know for me, if I'm going to sit down, do my hair and makeup, <laughs> and record one video, I might as well record three or four or five. And so what we see are the agents and brokers who are achieving a really high level of success with social media. 
they're creating original content, especially video content. And let's be real, there's never a, a, a perfect time to get on camera. There's never a great time to do this. But when you can put it in your schedule, I put it in my schedule once a month, I sit down and I batch my content, and you start to think ahead. You start to think about, you know, maybe every Friday you're going to do a fun Friday where you highlight another local business. Or maybe every Monday you're going to do a Monday market update. Maybe every Thursday is a throwback Thursday or Wednesday might be Wednesday wisdom. As you start to really systemize your social media, it becomes a lot easier. And all of a sudden now you've got a plan and a strategy instead of having social media just kind of be this add-on. Right. And I would say having a system and a plan can make a really big difference because now you've got content uh, that's locked and loaded. Right. When I sit down and I record three, four, five videos, there's this feeling of satisfaction because I've got that content in the can, so to speak. And now I'm free to to post some other things. If I want to post a selfie or a beautiful sunset or a picture of my, my kids, there's that freedom in doing that because now I've, I've built this system of consistency. So one thing I'm a huge believer in is repurposing your content. I touched on this a little bit early on in this presentation, but as we think about LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and of course other platforms like YouTube, um, some of you might be active on Twitter or Pinterest, I always say you don't have to be everywhere. Pick one or two platforms that make the most sense to you. Look to see where your clients are hanging out. Where do you, where do you enjoy spending the time? But as you grow, and I'm, I'm specifically speaking to those of you who might be a little bit more intermediate or advanced, I would challenge you and ask you, are you repurposing your content and your stories? You know, so often when it comes to content, we post something once and we never post it again. So if you posted something six months ago on Instagram and it got a ton of engagement and, and response, you might consider reposting that, right? When you think about your video content, if you're sitting down and batching some of your video content, you might start to create some timeless video content. I would encourage you to start to think about what are the questions you get asked all the time? You know those questions where you get asked something and you think to yourself, if I get asked that one more time, that's a great piece of content. That's a great video. And that video can go into your, your YouTube library. It could go uh, and get uploaded over to Facebook. It might get turned into a Facebook Live. It could get turned into a blog post. It could get shared on your email newsletter. It could get reshared on Facebook in a few months. It could get shared on Instagram. It could get turned into an Instagram story, and so on and so forth. So we're not talking about spray and pray, right? But we're talking about really thinking about how can we repurpose and repackage our content that makes a lot of sense. So as we get towards the end here today, I want to share a few of my re favorite recommended apps and tools. Videogramma is a great tool, whether you're an iPhone user or an Android user. If you are looking for a tool to really um, uh, help with your video editing a little bit, Videogramma is a great tool that we recommend. Later is a great tool for social media management. Again, we don't want to schedule everything. We don't want to automate everything. But if you're looking for a great tool to schedule some of your content, especially when it comes to Facebook or Instagram, Later is a great resource for that. And then, of course, we have WordSwag and Canva. These are two of my favorite resources for creating graphics, for creating quotes and inspirational quotes. They're great for resizing different images. If you've got a great graphic for Facebook, but you also want to put it on Instagram, those are really fantastic tools. Canva also allows you to, to create templates, which allows you to really, again, work smarter, not just harder.
And then for those of you active on Instagram stories, Unfold is one of my favorite apps. It's a beautiful app that gives you templates for Instagram stories. It's really a great app if you're telling a story of your client or you're showcasing a lo your local community or you're showcasing uh, perhaps a listing. It's a really beautiful and fun app. So at the end of the day, what's the business reason behind social media? Well, people do business with people they know, like, and trust and relate to, right? That relatability factor is so important. It's like what I said earlier. When you start to think about your social media strategy and not, uh, and, and not just putting out someone else's content, but really being thoughtful and intentional, putting out your own voice in your own, with your own content, it's amazing what happens. You will start to hear things like, I see you everywhere. I feel like I know you. I feel like you're in my head. And it's the difference between attracting business versus chasing leads. And at the end of the day, social media is a marathon, not a sprint, right? What you do now won't necessarily get you a new client tomorrow. It won't necessarily get you a new deal tomorrow. But over the course of time, it's these little digital breadcrumbs that we're leaving. We're all leaving a digital legacy. So as we think about our social media strategy, keep that in mind. And I would love to hear from you next year. I want to hear from you and say, hey, Katie, last year I heard you at Todd Duncan Sales Mastery and you talked about social media and holy cow, in the last year, this is what I did and look at my business. So I want to thank you so much for tuning in today. I so appreciate it. I want to thank the entire team uh, with Todd Duncan for having me here today. It is truly an honor to be one of your keynote speakers. I would love to connect with you. Um, if we are not yet connected yet, you can go to katielance.com. We have hundreds of free resources. You can also reach me, katie, at katielance.com. You can find my book on Amazon, Get Social Smart. Again, be intentional. Think about social media in the long term. And I can't wait to connect with you on social media. We'll see you next time. Bye for now.